Day. And after that, to close out our broadcast twin bill, a girls basketball contest to continue the Arcadia Valley Thanksgiving festivities. It's the Arcadia Valley Lady Tigers and South Iron Lady Panthers. That one follows the final quarterfinal of the AV tournament. It's broadcast games number 76 and 77, day two of the Arcadia Valley Thanksgiving tournament. Next. High School Basketball on AM 1240 KFMO. Tonight's game is brought to you by Farmington Building Supply, Fisher Furniture in Ironton, Gifford Homes in Farmington, Pettis Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram in Farmington, Arcadia Valley School District, Iron County Medical Center in Pilot Knob, American Metal Collision and Restoration in Potosi, Missouri Farm Bureau Insurance Agent Rebecca McClanahan in Ironton, Impressive Farm and Home in Ironton, Kitchell Accounting and Tax Service in Ironton, Fireplace and Outdoor Living by Victorian Sales in Farmington. American Family Insurance Agent Ronnie Gibbs and Pilot Knob and Fredericktown. Madison Medical Center in Fredericktown. And by Pettis Ford in Fredericktown. High School Basketball on AM 1240 KFMO. About to get underway the final quarterfinal in the 97th annual Arcadia Valley Thanksgiving Tournament and broadcast game 76 of the season. Frederick down the black cats wearing the black uniforms, wearing on the front cats in gold, no trim with the number on the front and back, gold no trim on the black uniforms. It's the Clearwater Tigers, the four seed in the white jerseys. Tigers on the front, black trimmed in orange with the numbers to match on the front and back. Opening tip away, it's brought to you by Boyd & Associates, turning complicated matters into simple concepts. John Boyd with Boyd & Associates has been bringing accounting integrity, excuse me, character, client focus, and dedication to our local community for 20 years. We'll get those shelter insurance starting lineups in just a minute after the first possession by Fredericktown is turned over and Clearwater coming the other way. The Tigers are going away from us. The Black Cats coming towards us. Here's a straight on three from Robbins that wouldn't fall. That was Charles Robbins. And now the other way, Blake Terry Brakefield for Fredericktown. Up top for Braden McMinn. Bounce pass to the left wing for Xander Stevens. Check that right wing. It's not even 30 seconds in and the broadcaster's already made a mistake. Here's a three from the right wing. That's good, Xander Stevens. You've met Stevens, McMinn, and Terry Brakefield. Glenn Berry's got the rest of the starting lineups. All right, let's start off with that lineup. It's uh, Blake Terry Brakefield, the 5'9 sophomore. Braden McMahon, the 5'9 junior. Leandra Ketchings is a 6'2 junior. You've got Xander Stevens, who just buried the first three of the game and the first points in this game and now picks up a... Uh, a, a loose ball on the ground for a turnover. He's a 6'5 senior, and Tim DeSanto, a 6'4 senior. Another three. This one's straight on for Xander Stevens. He's got all six points in the game. 6 nothing. The score favors Fredericktown. It's 6.42 to go in the first quarter. All right, back to the lineups. Charles Robbins for uh, the uh, Clearwater Tigers. He is a 6'1 senior. Brendan Lashley, a 6'0 senior. You've got Landon Toe, who is a 6'2 senior. Braden Wilson, a 5'11 senior. And rounding out the starters, Lance Dilport, a senior. He is 6'1 for Clearwater. Robbins pump fake, drive in, kick it back out for Tao at the left corner. Now back up top for Robbins, into your feed. What a pass down low, laying it in, Braden Wilson. Those starting lineups, sorry, Glenn. Starting lineups brought to you by Shelter Insurance, proud to be a part of high school sports. Your local shelter insurance agents, Dave and Scott Haggerty of Shelter Mutual Insurance at 517 East Main and Park Hills, insuring the parkland since 1955, and Brian Larimore Insurance Agency at 306 North Washington Street in Farmington. This shot wouldn't fall. For Xander Stevens, 
He'll go to the line to shoot two. It's the first foul on either side, first on Clearwater. Allow Brian to help protect your family with life insurance. Your local shelter insurance agents, we're your shield, we're your shelter. Well, so far it's the Xander Stevens show offensively, and he's hit uh, a free throw now to add to his two threes. Fouled on that last shot from down on the uh, right side, but uh, he's got all the points for Fredericktown so far. It was Lance Dilport committing his first. Stevens has eight. So does Fredericktown. It's eight to two. Charles Robbins out of the backcourt with the cross to the right wing. And got it to Braden Wilson in the corner. Back to Robbins at the right wing again. Picked up the ball after it was knocked out of his hands. Now got it to Lashley, head of the arc. Lashley on a pump fake on a pass. 5.38 to go, quarter number one, a six-point lead for Fredericktown. At the right wing, that's Robbins, still holding. Has a man right in his face. The pass knocked away. Great defense by Xander Stevens as Robbins was trying to go wing-to-wing with it. Quick inbound. Robbins gets it again. This time at the right wing, 5.26 to go, quarter number one. For Lashley, into your feed, kick back up top. It was deflected, ooh, nearly across the center line. That was Robbins' dunk down feed for Dilport. He'll finish. Dilport with the easy lay-in. That cuts the lead in half. Well, so far we've seen Clearwater work the ball around the court quite a bit looking for the open shot. If they keep doing that tonight, they're going to get some good looks at the basket. Three for Fredericktown's McMinn from the right wing, and he hits. Well, this five-seed Fredericktown, you wouldn't often call a 5-4 matchup an upset if the five wins, but they look really strong for a five-seed, especially early on. Yeah, I think uh, losing Starkey last year is uh, the thing everybody's trying to figure out. Is that going to be a problem? I mean, obviously, you've lost a lot of your offense there, but uh, who's going to pick it up, and how are they going to respond to that? Clearwater got it on perimeter, straight on three, just a little bit left of offset, uh, offset of center, rather. Charles Robbins couldn't hit the rebound for the Black Cats. Coming out of the backcourt... Trying to dish it down low to Tim DeSanto, and he couldn't collect it because it was knocked away and out of bounds. It'll stay Fredericktown ball. And Xander Stevens will inbound right of the lane. High inbound and an offensive foul. And it's going against Leandri Catchings. That'll be his first and the team's first. Just a little bit of a shove off there going for the ball. He was... uh, Going to stick the arm out there high. You do that when you're on the playground, but it doesn't work in a regular basketball game. We're playing by high school rules. That'll get called every time. Nice pass. All alone. That's the left wing. That's Tao when he couldn't hit. Offensive rebound for Brennan Lashley. Back to Robbins as he resets the offense at the right wing. Robbins going to drive in. Teardrop floater with the right hand from the low post, and he hits. Charles Robbins. 11-6. Cats lead with it. Terry Brakefield. Between the circles for Stevens, now to the foul line. That's DeSanto. Three from the right corner. That one's off the mark. The first three missed by Fredericktown. McMinn couldn't hit, and that's rebounded by Clearwater's Lance Dilport. Was that correct? Was that yeah, the first that's three that's the missed? first time they've missed a three tonight. 3.30 to go in the first quarter. It's 11-6, to six, favoring the Cats. Bounce pass down low, but swallowed up by Xander Stevens, and he'll force another turnover by Clearwater as the Black Cats come out of the backcourt. Stevens receives, gets it to the right wing, McMinn. McMinn, a couple of dribbles, cutting to the cup. That was Terry Brakefield, passed down low for DeSanto, and he lost it out of bounds. Well, we saw a lot of turnovers last night in all three games, and in fact, in one game, it was just turnover city from one end to the other, and uh, you, you really got to look at these teams early on, expecting maybe they're going to get some turnovers because they're just trying to feel each other out right now, 
But uh, right now, not too bad. Only a two apiece in this game. Pump fake from perimeter. That was Landon Toe. Check that towel. He'll get it to Brendan Lashley at the right wing. Couldn't hit, and it's rebounded by Fredericktown. Coming out of the backcourt, that's Blake Terry Brakefield into the left corner this time and back up top. Braden McMahon wanted one. Instead, he'll dribble once. Higher percentage chance and miss just a foot off the foul line. And it's rebounded by his numerical counterpart in Charles Robbins. Robbins the other way with a walk and turns it over. Well, a rocky start for Clearwater. Sorry, Glenn. Yeah, I think we're, I think Clearwater's still trying to figure out who they uh, want to get the ball to. They don't have that go-to person. I think we saw that last year. A couple of their players kind of took charge down the stretch. But right now, they're kind of looking to see who's going to take charge. I think for Fredericktown so far, it's been Xander Stevens. High pass, but Stevens stands at 6'5", and with an outstretched arm with a little bit of a hop. That was easily over 7 foot as he had to reach up and make that one. Gets it again at the wing. Interior feed for DeSanto at the elbow. Back to the right wing for Stevens. Game clock at 2.13. In the left corner all alone. That's Brayson Reagan. Couldn't hit the rebound. Braden Wilson. And it'll be Clearwater now setting up the offense. Charles Robbins not going to waste any time. Takes it coast to coast. And with the fadeaway shot from about eight hits. I almost felt like that shot was a little too rushed. But uh, when they go down, you don't argue about it too much. But uh, maybe next time look a little bit longer. Hop step at the other end. Righty floater wouldn't go for Caleb Feltz. Rebounded by Clearwater, and out of the backcourt they come. It was Charles Robbins. Got it to the right wing for Lane Pinkley. Back to Robbins. Pump fake from straight on. He'll get it to the left wing for Tau. Into your feed. Bounce pass on a swing pass. Good play. Dilport can't finish. Got his own rebound. Put back. Good. Dilport's got four, and it's a one-point game, 11-10. to 10. Well, Xander Stevens in there blocking on that first one, at least deflecting it just a bit, but it came right back to Dillport. Here's Stevens, catch and shoot three, and it's good from the wing on the right side, 14 to 10. Now, he hasn't missed a three yet. That's three in a row now for Xander Stevens from downtown. 14 to 10, Fredericktown leads. One minute left to go in quarter number one. Pinkley's got it, pass deflected, and a foul coming late, and it's going against Charles Robbins. Odd way to take a foul when you're falling down and trying to catch yourself, but the foul is called. Fredericktown will inbound, and Xander Stevens will throw it in. 58.2 to go on the big board in quarter number one. Stevens wants another one. Nothing but net for Xander Stevens. He's got 13, make it 17-10, and that one-point differential has ballooned now to a seven-point spread as... That's a great play by Charles Robbins, cutting to the cup with the righty floater and laid it in. We saw Robbins have a really good tournament here last year and led this team uh, deep into some games that a lot of folks didn't think they should be there with. Landry Ketchings had it knocked away. He sends it up top for Blake Terry Brakefield. 28 seconds to go in quarter number one. Back to Terry Brakefield. He'll get it ahead of the arc to the left wing. Three ball coming for Feltz. That one's good. He's got three again, 20-12 to 12 with 16 seconds to go as it's inbounded. Robbins will throw it in and get it back from Lane Pinkley. To the left wing for Landon Tau. Got it back up top for Robbins. Game clock down to seven. Clearwater can hold for final shot. Bounce pass into the corner, but it's knocked away. Last touch by Fredericktown. Intended receiver, Braden Wilson. Couldn't get to it. Leandre Ketchings was there. Kind of an odd stat. You don't often see this, but every shot that has fallen for uh, Fredericktown is a three-point variety except for the free throws. Three at the buzzer, and it goes. That's Charles Robbins. He's got nine to make it 
20 to 15 at our first quarter break. We'll step aside, come back with more. The second quarter, it's 20 to 15 after one. Fredericktown, the five seed leading the four seed, Clearwater. Hi folks, John Robinson, Pettis, Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Supercenter, Farmington, Missouri. It's finally here, the Black Friday sales event, the biggest sales event of the year. We have trucks over $10,000 off, Jeeps that are up to 15% off, you name it, everything's on sale. Big savings, good selection of vehicles. What you need to do is come in today, take a test drive, we'll take it from there. Pettis, Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Supercenter, Farmington, Missouri. Pettis Ford Fredericktown is your everything Ford dealership. From new to pre-owned, the staff at Pettis Ford Fredericktown can get you on the road in the right vehicle at the right price. Visit Pettis Ford Fredericktown online at PettisAuto.com. Farmington Building Supply on Karst Boulevard in Farmington is there to help with everything you need for your next project. Rick and his team are knowledgeable and experienced and are there to help, whether you're a professional contractor or the do-it-yourselfer. Farmington Building Supply, locally owned since 1958, offers you their number one priority, service. Find all the supplies you're looking for along with information and experience you need to finish your project from start to finish at Farmington Building Supply on Karst Boulevard in Farmington. Hey, this is Chris Kerber, radio voice of the St. Louis Blues, and you're listening to High School Basketball on AM 1240 KFMO. Clearwater had first possession. They turn it over, and Fredericton nearly gave it right back to Blake. Terry Brakefield saves that one. Four turnovers for the Tigers. Stevens into the corner for catchings on the right side. He'll drive baseline, put it off glass, can't hit. The rebound collected by Lance Dilport, and catchings might have got away with the foul. 20-15 at the quarter break. The lead is Fredericktown's five-point advantage. Trying to cut into it, Robbins. That deep three wouldn't go from straight on. And the board is collected by Milan Miguel. Up top now for Fredericktown as they set the offense up. We've played nearly a minute. Swing outside. Stevens wants an ABA three. That's good. Stevens has 16, and they're still seven full minutes to play in quarter two. You know, we saw him try to shoot a lot like that last year, and he wasn't that successful at it. And at times, uh, they would, uh, you know, key the player to him to get the ball to him to get him the open look at the three, and he just wasn't that successful. He must have spent a lot of time in the offseason just standing there, taking that catch and putting it up. The foul is the first on Caleb Feltz as Fredericktown commits a foul at the other end, shooting is Braden Wilson. Misses the first. 23-15, 6.55 to go in the second quarter. That quarter break brought to you by Missouri Farm Bureau Insurance Agents Mike Sonsagra in Farmington and Jonathan Steffen in Deloge. You can contact them today for a free quote on auto, home, business, or life insurance. Second free throw good for Wilson. He splits the trip. He's got three. Make it 23-16. Cats out of the backcourt. Blake, Terry Brakefield. Takes it inside, then kicks it out. Stevens all alone from perimeter. Ooh, his first miss from the arc. And it's rebounded by Brandon, uh, Brendan Lashley. Quick outlet for Charles Robbins, trying to cut into the deficit. Got it to the left side for Tao, but he walked and turned it over. That's five. Well, just as Tao got the ball, we saw him last year play some really good ball in this tournament. And it uh, just kind of was that secret weapon almost he came in off the bench a couple of times got some uh, big minutes got himself uh, on the board several times and this is the first time we really called his name as far as the offensive side goes 
High, in, or a high pass, rather, was caught by a leaping felt. Sent it inside and got it back. But Fredericktown going to turn it over as that one was forced by Braden Wilson. Outlet for Charles Robbins. Spins through the lane. Can't hit on the shot. He's fouled. It's coming on the floor. And it's going against Milan Miguel. That's his first and the team's second. 6.15 to go in the quarter. 23-16. Inbound to Wilson, taking it to the cup. Ooh, good play with the right hand. Almost like a baby hook shot floater-esque, if you will, 23-18. It was 23-18, and at one time it looked like Fredericktown was really going to expand their lead. Miguel kicks it out to the right side for Milan Oscar. He'll drive baseline, can't hit, try and fight for his own rebound. And we get a whistle, and a foul is coming against Fredericktown. And it's Xander Stevens, his first and the team's third. Well, it looked like Fredericktown was going to expand their lead and just kind of get a little bit more space. Hitting all the threes, seemed like they were getting the rebounds. You had uh, Clearwater turning the ball over a couple of times. And then Clearwater started getting those shots again. Those shots that are down low, a little bit more high percentage shots. If you go all night long with the high percentage shots versus the three, you're probably going to come out on top. Brennan Lashley's got it. He'll hand it off on perimeter. Pinkley in the corner. Drive baseline. Can't hit on the layup. That's one you need. And Tim DeSanto's got the rebound. Xander Stevens outlets for Blake Terry Brakefield. Stevens wants it. They're going to bounce it inside for DeSanto. He walked and turned it over. That's one of those where you kind of think you got a move to make. You start to make that move, and you say, ooh, no, let me do this. And instead, you shuffle both feet, and you get the turnover. Charles Robbins will control for Clearwater, wearing the white uniforms attacking the basket on the opposite side of the floor than we are. We sit on the stage here at Arcadia Valley. Between the circles, Robbins has it. He'll get it on perimeter at the right wing. Bounce it to the left wing, caught by Lane Pinkley. Into the corner now and back up to Robbins. He's on the wing again at the left side this time. Between the circles for Lashley. Game clock at 5.08. Swing it on perimeter. That's Clearwater. Oh, what a steal by Leandre Catchings. And as he leaps, passed it to Blake Terry Brakefield, who goes coast to coast around and out. Fighting for his own rebound with his own teammate. Terry Brakefield going to get it. Fall on the floor. We still fight for it. Great bounce pass outside. Ooh, Xander Stevens thought about a deep one. Instead, he'll get to the corner on the left side for Terry Brakefield. Drive baseline. Shot no. Bunny's fouled. He'll go to the line and shoot two. That's about the hardest 30, uh, 30 seconds that Blake Terry Brakefield's going to have in a while. He came in for the first shot, got his own rebound. He then had to wrestle on the floor to get to the ball, try to get it back out to the top of the key. When he did, then he got it back and he took it in and got fouled hard. First free throw is good for Blake Terry Brakefield. That foul was called against Brendan Lashley, his first and the team's first of the second quarter. That's one of those hard-nosed plays that in hockey the coaches always talk about get to the net. And the puck will find you. In this case, get to the rim and the ball will find you. Second free throw, no good, but an offensive rebound. Catchings lost it. Ooh, would have gone out of bounds. But Man, that's tough. Would have gone out of bounds off Fredericktown, but Lashley touched it. And then it goes out of bounds off him. Well, you know, I was thinking, you were talking about uh, doing that, going to the net and then working hard down there. I was thinking of the uh, Stephen Piscotti getting hit in the face yes. three times by a baseball. <laughs> yes, I remember that. <laughs> Tim DeSantos got it between the circles to the left wing for Terry Brakefield. Out on perimeter. Pass is knocked away, but a kickball violation. It'll stay with Fredericktown. Kind of a hard luck situation at times as you see some of the South Iron players showing up to watch a little basketball tonight. They'll play the winner of this one. High three-ball attempt. DeSanto couldn't hit. Rebounded by Charles Robbins. He'll come out of the backcourt, try and go coast-to-coast. Wild spin move through the paint. Can't hit on that floater, and it's brought off the boards by DeSanto. He'll hand it off for Blake Terry Brakefield. 
4-10 to go in quarter number two. Braden McMinn's got it on the arc. Now up top for Terry Brakefield. Back to the near side. That's McMinn again at the wing. To the left corner. Stevens wants one from perimeter. That one rattles out and comes off. And catching's touched at last. And Clearwater's getting the ball. Well, uh, Xander Stevens has cooled off just a bit, missing his last two three-pointers after nailing five in a row. Got himself 16 points going into the second quarter and uh, looked like he was on for a big-time night. Still could have a big-time night, but right now, cool enough just to tell it. Less than half to play in this quarter. Here's a three from the left wing that wouldn't fall, and Catchings has a rebound. He'll come out of the backcourt coast-to-coast, put it off glass through contact, and Landry Catchings has his first bucket of the night, 26-18 as club leads. That's Fredericktown over Clearwater. The five-seed leads the four. Quick interior feed for Clearwater, the Tigers, and Lance Dillport will lay it in. Dillport's got six. I don't know how many times we've seen tonight where number four on one side takes the shot, number four on the other side gets the rebound, runs to the other end, shoots it, misses, and number four rebounds that one. It's been a handful. Here's one number four. That's catching is going for a layup. He couldn't hit, but he is fouled. It's just odd. We've seen number ones. We've seen number fours do that. Uh, A couple of other numbers like that, but uh, just an odd uh, turn of events here, I guess, early on in this game. Foul called against Braden Wilson, his first and the team's second. Catching has got two at the line just in front of us. First one good. It'll be interesting to see what Catchings does this year. We saw him toward the end of the year last year starting to get more playing time. Second free throw is good. Catchings hits them both. Well, he was that player that Joby Sykes spotlighted in the pregame show about the player that he's seen the most growth from from last season and throughout the season last year. Clearwater's got it on the arc. Robbins, head of the arc, interior feed to the baseline. Quick kick out feed, and Robbins gets it back. But Fredericktown swallowed him up before he could take that three-point shot. Instead, he'll get it to the foul line, go righty floater, and hit. Robbins has 11. That leads the Clearwater Tigers, 28-22. Fredericktown has the advantage in the game, and they got the rock. Blake Terry Brakefield at the backcourt. His pass was deflected but caught by McMinn in the left corner. To the left wing for Xander Stevens. Bounce pass to DeSanto, who... Trying to back his way to the cup as the pass came to where he was before he tried to push back. And so it missed him and went out of bounds. This is a key trip for Clearwater. Two and a half to go in the second quarter. They trail by six. Interior feed to the paint. That's Dillport. Can't hit. Down low, Brayden Wilson missed after Dillport sent it to him. And it's rebounded by Fredericktown. No look feed. Catchings. Ooh, thought he was going to go up and underneath. Instead, got it to DeSanto. And he travels before the shot. That's another central. uh, Check that. Wow, another Fredericktown turnover. Central's not even in this tournament. Central's (laughs) Central's turning the ball over there and not even here. (laughs) Tigers got it at the left wing. That's Robbins. He doubled our carried and turned it over. Speaking of Central, they have got a daunting task ahead of them over the weekend, taking on Blair Oaks, a uh, high school out of Jefferson City, which I think they're three-time champs or two-time champs at least in the uh, football, so uh, that's going to be a really daunting task for Central. We'll have coverage on KFMO starting at 12.30. That'll be Saturday. I think Fredericktown might have got away with a walk, a three from the right corner. Stevens couldn't hit. Offensive rebound. Catchings put back high off the glass. No, but he's fouled. That was a nice job by Catchings that time, getting in there, getting the rebound. It looked like he was the only uh, Fredericktown black hat around, two or three guys from Clearwater surrounding him, and somehow he came down with the ball and winds up at the free throw line. The foul is the second on Braden Wilson, the team's third. Catching's first free throw goes. He's got five in the game. 
That's good enough for second on the Fredericktown scoring list behind Xander Stevens with 16. Second free throw. That one rattles around and then falls in. Six for catchings. He's four of four from the foul line tonight. At the other end, it's Clearwater trailing by eight. Feed knocked away by catchings. Great defense. And the Tigers will inbound right of their offensive lane. I think we're seeing two teams that are evenly matched here tonight and play very similar games. There were a couple of passes there by Clearwater to players that weren't ready for the passes. Here's the first field goal inside the arc for Xander Stevens. Check that second field goal inside the arc. He's got 18. Up top, now a quick feed into the corner. Three ball for Clearwater. That was Lance Dilport. It wouldn't go. And the rebound for Brayden McMinn. A minute 15 to go in quarter number two as Blake Terry Brakefield comes out of the backcourt. Now between the circles for McMinn. He'll get it on perimeter and now to the right wing for catchings. Interior feed to Santo at the foul line. Ooh, he got away with a walk for sure right there. Blake Terry Brakefield's got it. To the left wing, McMinn. Holds at his waist. Now he dribbles and resets the offense to DeSanto. DeSanto dangerously close to walking on that trip as well. Terry Brakefield with it. Now for catching set of the arc. Back to the right side for McMinn. 43 seconds to go before our Midwest Sports Center halftime report. Xander Stevens has it into your feed for Tim DeSanto, bodying his way to the cup. Dip down feed down low. What a pass. Braden McMinn. DeSanto saw he wasn't open. Found a man open, and McMinn laid it in. He's got five. It's 34-22, and it looks like it's going the other way. On a high pass that missed Landon Toe, who stands at 6-2, and even with the hop and a stretch, couldn't catch it. Well, Tim DeSanto down back at this other end had a great opportunity as uh, he went inside. He set himself up. He was calling for the ball. They finally got it to him. He turned around and started making his move to the basket, looked underneath and saw Braden McMahon standing all alone. Great pass and a bucket. And down at the other end, the turnover in Fredericktown back the other way. Catching's got it, driving through the lane, slips and falls. And as he was sliding, that's just an unfortunate <laughs> event for Leandre Catchings. He was falling, sliding, and turns over on his backside, and the ball falls to him while he slides. That's a walk. Yeah, if that ball had laid down on the uh, turf or something there a little bit, then it might have been okay, but no, it fell right on top of him. Bounce pass outside. Tao's got it up top for... Robbins, shot, a game clock going to expire. A 1.53 at the buzzer wouldn't go from the right wing for Lashley, and we head to a Midwest Sports Center halftime report. 34-22 is the score. The five-seed Fredericktown leading the four-seed Clearwater on the Parkland Sports Leader KFMO. It's the 97th annual Arcadia Valley Thanksgiving Tournament. Do you struggle with removing pet hair from clothes? Now, Maytag offers a complete laundry solution engineered for homes with pets. The Pet Pro option lifts and captures pet hair from clothes in both the washer and the dryer. Shop Maytag Top Load Laundry today at Fisher Furniture in Ironton and conquer pet hair like a pro. Fisher Furniture, Highway 21 in Ironton. As a rural hospital, we believe that caring for you and your family is far more than offering quality health care and state-of-the-art services. Our commitment to your health is built upon the foundation of neighbors helping neighbors and instilling confidence so you can trust that compassionate care provided by people who are dedicated to you in this community is always near. Now that's something we can all believe in. Madison Medical Center in Fredericktown, serving our community for over 60 years. 
Find your dream home today at Gifford Homes in Farmington. As the leading manufacturer home dealer in Southeast Missouri, Gifford Homes has three different brands to choose from, including Sunshine Homes, Champion, and Prime. Gifford Homes specializes in helping families like you find the home of their dreams. Visit Gifford Homes today, located at the junction of Highways H and 67, about three miles south of the city limits of Farmington, or call 573-760-0011. Gifford Homes in Farmington, your home buying specialists. For the absolute best in automotive restoration and collision repair services in Washington and surrounding counties, call American Metal Collision and Restoration. From hail damage to fender benders to full collision work and frame repair, American Metal Collision and Restoration has you covered. Give them a call today at 573-436-1734 or check them out online at AmericanMetalCollisionAndRestoration.com. American Metal Collision and Restoration, located on Business Park Drive off Highway O in Mineral Point. Looking for reliable accounting and tax services? Look no further than Kitchell Accounting and Tax Service in Ironton. For top-notch financial solutions, call 573-546-3104 or visit kitchellaccounting.com for more info. Kitchell Accounting and Tax Service, your trusted partner in financial success. We are Missouri Farm Bureau Insurance, and we're for the Missouri way of life. We're for worrying less about the what-ifs and more about the why-nots. We're for checking off your bucket list and then making a new one. We're starting a family, a business, a tradition. And if you find yourself starting over, we're here for that too. We're for building a life in Missouri and then going out and living it. And when it comes to making sure everything you've built is protected, we're for you. If you've recently had a life event, call me, Rebecca McClanahan, your Missouri Farm Bureau insurance agent, and we'll make sure you have the coverage you need. Fall is here, and Impressive Farm and Home in Ironton is ready to make it the best one yet. Explore the latest inventory with landscaping and hardware materials to suit your needs. Blue Rhino propane tanks are also available for your convenience. Open weekdays, 7 a.m. to 5 p.m. and 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. on the weekends. Visit 476 South Main in Ironton and make this fall truly impressive with Impressive Farm and Home. Impressive Farm and Home will soon have lumber and building materials, too. Hi, Drew Scott here. And I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. Get just the right protection at just the right price. And save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears, it'll be just right. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully, dream fearlessly. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Contact Ronnie Gibbs, agent, at 573-546-7101 today. Welcome to the Midwest Sports Center Halftime Report. Midwest Sports Center of Farmington is your premier dealership for power sports in Farmington, Missouri. Visit them for your next great adventure. On the road, off the road, or in the water, Midwest Sports Center is your ultimate outdoor toy store. On Walker Drive in Farmington, the Midwest Sports Center Halftime Report on AM 1240 KFMO. 34-22, the five-seed Fredericktown Blackcats leading the four-seed Clearwater Tigers in our final quarterfinal of the 97th annual Arcadia Valley Thanksgiving Tournament. Let's get into the team numbers and individual numbers. We'll start on the individual side. Xander Stevens, have yourself a night. 19 points for him so far. The next closest on his team, Leandry Catching, six points. They get five from Braden McMinn, three from Caleb Feltz, and a point from Blake Terry Brakefield. 
for the Clearwater Tigers. 11 leads the way. It's Charles Robbins. Six for Lance Doport and five for Braden Wilson. And Glenberry's got the team particulars. Well, I think three-point shooting has been the big difference in this game so far. Fredericktown's doing it well. And Clearwater, not so much. Uh, overall, though, 3 of 11 from inside the three-point arc for Fredericktown. That's 27%. 7 of 11 from outside of it. That's 64%. That is shooting lights out beyond the three-point arc. Total of 10 of 38 for 26% overall. So not great overall, but that three-point line is really uh, setting them apart tonight from Clearwater. 7 of 8 from the free-throw line as well. That's 86%. That's pretty good as well. Uh, on the Clearwater side, you're looking at 9 of 13 from inside the three-point arc. That's 69%, but only 1 of 7 outside that line. That's 14%. Combine that, that's 10 of 20 for 50% overall. So not a bad shooting night, but they need more threes if they're going to come back and get a little closer, I think, to Fredericktown here tonight. They're 1 of 2 from the free-throw line at 50%. So that's a little difference as well. you got 8 free throws total for Fredericktown, only 2 coming from uh, Clearwater. As far as rebounds go, Fredericktown leads that 13-10. to 10. And turnovers, this is where Clearwater leads, 8-6. to six. And I think uh, three-pointers and a couple of turnovers here or there have been the big difference in this first half. It's 34-22, Fredericktown leading Clearwater on KFMO. Those stats brought to you by Sam Sism Ford Lincoln, the home of the lifetime warranty. Save on your next car, truck, or SUV. Go online at SismFord.com or call 431 431- Three one seven seven. We'll take a break. Come back with more on the Midwest Sports Center halftime report on KFMO, the Parkland Sports Leader. Get the laundry pair that you can use to conquer pet hair like a pro with the Maytag Pet Pro system. <laughs> The built-in Pet Pro filter in the washer visibly removes pet hair on any cycle, while the XL lint trap in the dryer traps and removes additional pet hair. Visit Fisher Furniture in Ironton today to see how the Maytag Pet Pro system works. Fisher Furniture, Highway 21 in Ironton. Hey, it's Joel Schrosser at Midwest Sports Center here in Farmington, Missouri. Hunting season is here. Take aim at our huge deals on select Polaris, Can-Am, Kawasaki, and Suzuki machines. Visit us online at MidwestSportsCenter.com or call me at 573-756-7579 to check out what's in stock. Our inventory is constantly updating with new and great used machines. Come visit me at 124 Walker Drive in Farmington, Missouri to find your next machine. Check the Anatown scoreboard brought to you by Mineral Area Overhead Door at 1020 Woodlawn Drive just north of Farmington, providing over 40 years of great service to their customers. Visit them at mineralareadoor.com. On uh, boys basketball, Valley Caledonia playing at Bourbon. Girls basketball, Bismarck hosts Meadow Heights, while Kingston is at home against Viburnum. And Arcadia Valley plays here at South uh, against South Iron. We'll have coverage of that one after this game. That one tips off around 630 Mineral Area College action, men's basketball. They're 14th in the nation. They're at Kankakee. And on the women's side, Mac at Dyersburg State. That's all on the out-of-town scoreboard. Brought to you by Mineral Area Overhead Door at 1020 Woodlawn Drive, just north of Farmington. They install garage doors, awnings, and patio covers, windows, fencing, and more. For a full list of services, visit them at mineralareador.com. It's 34-22. The five-seed Fredericktown Blackcats leading the four-seed Clearwater Tigers in the final quarterfinal. Of the 97th annual Arcadia Valley Thanksgiving Tournament, winner moves on and plays the top seed South Iron. 34-22 and a half. The second, uh, the third quarter, rather, coming up next. 
You've been listening to the Midwest Sports Center Halftime Report. Midwest Sports Center of Farmington is your premier dealership for power sports in Farmington, Missouri. Visit them for your next great adventure. On the road, off the road, or in the water, Midwest Sports Center is your ultimate outdoor toy store on Walker Drive in Farmington. The second half is next on AM 1240 KFMO. Hi folks, John Robinson Pettis, Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Supercenter, Farmington, Missouri. It's finally here, the Black Friday sales event, the biggest sales event of the year. We have trucks over $10,000 off, Jeeps that are up to 15% off, you name it, everything's on sale. Big savings, good selection of vehicles. What you need to do is come in today, take a test drive, we'll take it from there. Pettis, Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Supercenter, Farmington, Missouri. <laughs> Embrace this holiday season with Fireplace and Outdoor Living Supply by Victorian Sales. Visit one of our two locations, Farmington or Fenton, and let us help you with all your holiday shopping needs. We want to express our gratitude to our valued customers and look forward to servicing you in 2024. Happy Thanksgiving and Merry Christmas to all from Fireplace and Outdoor Living Supply by Victorian Sales. Farmington and Fenton. When it comes to your health care needs, Iron County Medical Center is here to help you score big. From routine checkups to emergency services, the dedicated staff at Iron County Medical Center is committed to keeping you and your family healthy and thriving. Trust Iron County Medical Center to be your health care MVP. Visit icmedcenter.org or give them a call at 573-546-1260 to learn more today about Iron County Medical Center. Hi, this is Ricky Turnbow, head coach of the Arcadia Valley Lady Tigers, and you're listening to High School Basketball on AM 1240 KFMO. A miss and a put back for Fredericktown. Brayden McMinn makes it 36-22 out of the halftime break. We're into the third quarter. 7-27 is the score, and here's a three from the right side at the wing for Brendan Lashley. Wouldn't fall, and it's brought off the glass by Landry Catching. Uh, Leandry Catching, that is. He gets it after putting after he put it off the body of Lashley. Back up top, and McMinn's got it at the left wing. Hands it off for Catchings, taking it to the cup. Little hop step, he walked and turned it over. You know, I was thinking earlier tonight, Leandra Catchings, I think, if I'm not mistaken, we saw a game late in the season where he kind of got his feet tangled up and uh, hurt an ankle or something, so he didn't play much the rest of the night we were there. And I think that's been a little bit of his uh, issue last year and early this year, his footwork. Certainly on that uh, turnover. Pass is knocked away with the kick. So it'll be Clearwater ball in front of their own bench. Teams have switched sides. The Tigers now attacking towards us. Fredericktown away from us. Three from the left wing. That's Land and uh, Tau and it couldn't fall. Xander Stevens has a rebound and an outlet for Brayden McMinn. 36-22, the lead for Fredericktown. They're the five seed trying to move on to the semifinal with the win tonight. The winner will play South Iron. Deep three, Xander Stevens. Wow. That was at least five feet off the arc when Stevens hit it. Well, Stevens is hitting everything out there tonight. At the other end, though, Stevens going to take it away. 39-22, Fredericktown leads. Spin move, Terry Brakefield, but he walked. And that is a shame because that was a nice break after the block by Xander Stevens trying to get it back the other way. And uh, as soon as Stevens brought the ball down, they had the transition baskets going or the uh, transition offense going real quick, but uh, resulted in a turnover. 
Lashley got it on perimeter. Now to the left wing for Robbins. Back between the circles for Lashley again. Clearwater got it to Robbins. Down to the baseline. That's Wilson. Pump fake. Take it inside the paint. Can't hit. And the rebound is touched last by Clearwater. It actually wasn't touched by Fredericktown at all. It hit the rim and fell out. I was really kind of wondering about that. I saw uh, Blake Terry Brakefield go after it out of bounds thinking that maybe Fredericktown had touched it. Fredericktown gets it to Catchings. His pass to Stevens was knocked away. There's that wild arm swing from Stevens, and that'll get called as the shot misses for Robbins. He'll go to the line to shoot two. Yeah, and he knows it. I think as soon as the ball got away from him, he was thinking, I'm coming down here, and I'm going to swat this ball 40 rows back. (laughs) And so he just wound up that arm, and every time you wind up the arm, you're probably going to either catch the body or get called for it one way or the other. Two free throws for Robbins. The foul is the second on Stevens. First one good for Robbins. He's got 12. 39-23. 39-23. These are key free throws for Clearwater. Yeah, they're not shooting a lot of free throws tonight. That's only their third free throw of the night. Second one for Robbins. It's good. He hits the pair. 13 in the game for Robbins. Makes it 39-24. And out of the backcourt, it will be Blake Terry Brakefield for the Fredericktown Black Cats. Foul coming against. They're going to put that on Clearwater. I think they could have gone either side there. Blake Terry Brakefield kind of hooked the defender. And the foul goes against Landon Tao, his first and the team's first. Yeah, a little bit of contact down there. Like you said, it could have gone either way. Terry Brakefield racing to the cup with the floater. No good. DeSanto, DeSanto rather, rebound put back. Tim DeSanto, he enters his name into the score sheet. 41-24, his club has the advantage. The five seed looking to upset the four. Quick bounce pass inside. Lance Dilport, but it was stolen, and Blake Terry Brakefield collides with catchings and another turnover. Tigers got it back. Layup, no good. Oh, man, missing on that one was Dilport. Stevens again with the swinging arm, but missed everything. Braden McMinn's got it up top for catchings. 5.05 to go, quarter number three to Stevens at the left wing. Stevens picks up his dribble, gets it to Terry Brakefield. He will switch sides with Stevens. And now Blake Terry Brakefield racing to the cup, dip down feed. Tim DeSanto can't hit, got his own rebound, put back, off glass and in. Tim DeSanto, the 6'4 sophomore. He's trying to pat his rebound stat. That's what he's doing down there. (laughs) 43-24, his club is is ahead. Clearwater got it. Charles Robbins to the left wing, pump fake from Tau. Back to Robbins. He'll step right with the dribble, pick it up, and now feed it to Tau. Back up top for Robbins. Robbins, pump fake dribble in now at the after the uh, dribble and drive wouldn't fall as Braden Wilson missed on the layup and Tim DeSantos got the rebound outlet for Xander Stevens he gets it to Blake Terry Brakefield between the circles for Leandra Catchings at the right wing now for McMinn got it out top for Terry Brakefield he'll get around his man Landon Tau and lay it in Blake Terry Brakefield with his first field goal it's 45-24 at the other end quick racing down Robbins lays it in he's got 15 and that'll make it 45-26, and we get our first timeout called of the match. We'll step aside with them. 45-26, it's called by Clearwater. You're listening to High School Basketball, the Arcadia Valley Thanksgiving Tournament on KFMO. Looking for reliable accounting and tax services? Look no further than Kitchell Accounting and Tax Service in Ironton. For top-notch financial solutions, call 573-546-3104 or visit kitchellaccounting.com for more info. Kitchell Accounting and Tax Service, your trusted partner in financial success. Find your dream home today at Gifford Homes in Farmington. As the leading manufacturer, home dealer in Southeast Missouri, Gifford Homes has three different brands to choose from, including Sunshine Homes, Champion, and Prime. Gifford Homes specializes in helping families like you find 
find the home of their dreams. Visit Gifford Homes today, located at the junction of Highways H and 67, about three miles south of the city limits of Farmington, or call 573-760-0011. Gifford Homes in Farmington, your home buying specialists. 3.55 to go out of the timeout. 45-26, Fredericktown's got it. That timeout brought to you by Missouri Farm Bureau Insurance Agents Mike Sansegraw on St. Genevieve Avenue in Farmington and Jonathan Steffen at North State Street in Deloge. Contact them today for a free quote on auto, home, business, or life insurance. The fifth turnover by Fredericktown leads to a chance that the other end, but Robbins couldn't convert. Outlet, Stevens, bounce pass back to Stevens after he got it to McMinn. Now to the foul line for Tim DeSanto. He'll go wildly to the cup, can't finish on that hook shot layup and it's rebounded by Clearwater and Robbins quickly the other way wild shot as he somersaults down low couldn't go, wanted a foul, didn't get it Catchings might have got away with the walk and he keeps it but then it's stolen, here's Robbins again shot, no good, the foul Xander Stevens, that'll be his third you know what, Xander Stevens that time got the ball initially with that first block but it's that swinging motion again coming down hard, hitting that ball and then kind of you know that right arm kind of flowing into the body is where he's getting called every time he's got to learn to quit swinging that arm so hard two free throws for charles robbins hit them both earlier first one no good there's the broadcaster's jinx foul the third on stevens second on Fredericktown in quarter number three Fredericktown started to turnovers here in the second half they had six total in that first half they got six right now here in this third quarter they lead 45-26. Second free throw, nothing but net for Robbins. He's three of four from the courtesy line so far tonight. Outlet as Fredericktown gets it on perimeter. Now an interior feed for Tim DeSanto. Can't hit. Offensive rebound. That's Milan Oscar. He couldn't get it to fall, but he will go to the line and shoot two as he's fouled. Feels like DeSanto has left a couple of really easy baskets down there. He's just shooting the ball a little bit too hard, going to the basket aggressively, trying to uh, get the ball up and in. I think he's waiting for contact, and it's not coming. First free throw is good for Oscar. Make it 46-27. Second free throw. That one falls in as well, 47-27, a 20-point lead for the five-seed Fredericktown. Clearwater's got it, and Robbins. Into the left corner now for Wilson. Back up top. High pass. Robbins had to leap in the center circle and collect it. Got it back to Robbins from Lashley. 2.44 to go in the quarter. Bounce pass to the right wing for Tao. He'll drive in. Bounce it down low. That's Aiden Westmoreland. And we get a whistle. And a foul coming against Fredericktown. And the basket will count. So, Aiden Westmoreland has two. The end one coming here after the foul called against Blake Terry Brakefield. His first and the team's third. And one, no good. Xander Stevens collects the board, hands it off for Braden McMinn, and he'll come out of the backcourt. McMinn on the right side. Into your feed for DeSanto. DeSanto picks up his dribble. He's got to do something with it now. Sends it up top for Blake Terry Brakefield to reset the offense. Game clock down to 2.20 in the third. Blake Terry Brakefield's got a lane to the cup. He can't lay it in, though. And it's rebounded by Westmoreland again. Now out of the backcourt. Kick to the left wing. Tau. Clearwater's got it on perimeter. That's Wilson. Runs right into a man. Diving play to keep it alive. What a play by Braden McMahon. And it stays with Frederick down at the other end. Blake Terry Brakefield reverse layup. No, and he's fouled. He'll shoot two. Well, that's uh, Blake Terry Brakefield a couple of times now. 
pushing the ball up the floor. First time, should have had that layup, and he just couldn't quite get his balance to where he could lay it up off the back glass. That time, he looked like he was going to get the reverse layup coming up and under, but he got pushed just a bit before he laid it up, and that foul will go on number 11, Braden Wilson. That's number three on him. And it's number two on his team in this quarter. The 5'9 sophomore, Blake Terry Brakefield, went one for two on his last trip, hits the first here. But with the lead like the uh, Fredericktown Blackhats have right now, potential for a 20-point lead if this second one goes down. They need to just keep hitting free throws and keep on uh, doing what they've been doing so far. Second one falls out after it rolls around the rim. Braden Wilson's got it on the rebound. He'll outlet for Robbins. He'll walk and turn it over. Ran right into his own man, Westmoreland. And the score, 48-29, Fredericktown with a minute 56 to go here in quarter number three. I made the remark in the first half that these two teams play a similar style. They kind of don't really rush the ball too much. They just get it up and down the floor and set things up. Well, here in this second half, I feel like we're going 100 miles an hour now. Both teams pushing the ball up the floor pretty quick. Pass deflected, and Robin steals. Another Fredericktown turnover, defensive lapse, and Xander Stevens and Caleb Feltz just let Robbins race to the cup uncontested. He'll lay it in. He's got 18. Well, Fredericktown nearly turned it over again. Blake Terry Brakefield to the foul line. Kick out Stevens. Wants a three from the left wing. That one's too strong. Rebounded by Stevens. He got it on the offensive rebound. To the left elbow. Can't hit. Rebound's too loose. Offensive rebound put back again. Man, those are two rebounds that Fredericktown gets that Clearwater can't allow. Milan Oscar laid that one in. At the other end, though, Robin's going to go coast to coast. He's now at 20, make it 50 to 33 with a minute 10 to go. And that's something they've got to do is find somebody else to score besides Robbins. Right now, he's a one-man show for Clearwater. Fredericktown's got it on the arc. Caleb Feltz, head of the arc, stolen by Braden Wilson. Outlet, and there's a bucket for somebody not named Robbins. It's Landon to- uh, Tau with his first field goal. Eight turnovers now for Fredericktown, and uh, Joby Sykes can't be happy with that, but he's keeping his uh, team rolling, not calling a timeout at all. 41 seconds to go, and that eight is just in this quarter, correct? Right. Wow, that's a lot. Two more than their halftime collection. This shot wouldn't fall for Milan Oscar, and it's rebounded by Leighton Johnson. No look pass up top. Ooh, man, Brayton Wilson should have taken that three. Instead, he'll drive in just inside the arc, can't hit, and it's rebounded by Blake Terry Brakefield. And Fredericktown out of the backcourt for Xander Stevens. The Blackcats get a hold for a final shot. It clocks down to 15 seconds. Fredericktown leads 50 to 35. Blake Terry Brakefield through the lane to Stevens. Once one in the corner with time on the clock. He can't hit. It's rebounded by Aiden Westmoreland. Quick outlet. One second. Half court heave. Oh, just off to the right. That one by Robbins. Would have been a beauty had it fallen. It's a 15-point game. 50-35 in the lead. Favoring Fredericktown, the five seed leading the four seed, and the winner moves on to South Iron tomorrow in the semifinals here at Arcadia Valley. We play eight minutes left, and it's coming up after this. Pettis Ford Fredericktown is your everything Ford dealership. From new to pre-owned, the staff at Pettis Ford Fredericktown can get you on the road in the right vehicle at the right price. Visit Pettis Ford Fredericktown online at PettisAuto.com. 
As a rural hospital, we believe that caring for you and your family is far more than offering quality health care and state-of-the-art services. Our commitment to your health is built upon the foundation of neighbors helping neighbors and instilling confidence so you can trust that compassionate care provided by people who are dedicated to you in this community is always near. Now that's something we can all believe in. Madison Medical Center in Fredericktown, serving our community for over 60 years. Fall is here, and Impressive Farm and Home in Ironton is ready to make it the best one yet. Explore the latest inventory with landscaping and hardware materials to suit your needs. Blue Rhino propane tanks are also available for your convenience. Open weekdays, 7 a.m. to 5 p.m. and 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. on the weekends. Visit 476 South Main in Ironton and make this fall truly impressive with Impressive Farm and Home. Impressive Farm and Home will soon have lumber and building materials, too. Hi, this is Ricky Turnbow, head coach of the Arcadia Valley Lady Tigers, and you're listening to High School Basketball on AM 1240 KFMO. Quick ball movement, a shot from the corner for three to Leighton Johnson wouldn't go, and then Leandria Catchings gets the rebound, and that'll be a foul coming on the other end of the floor. It's going against Clearwater's Charles Robbins, his second and the team's first. It's a 15-point differential. 22 seconds into the fourth quarter, 50-35. The five-seed Fredericktown leading the four-seed Clearwater. Jared Pettis, Glenberry, Eli Yunt with you on this Tuesday evening. Cutting to the cup catchings, and the pass went to him, but not to him, behind him, and out of bounds. There's nothing more uh, frustrating than to move to that side of the court or any side of the court and think, okay, here comes the pass. Bounce pass leaves your hands, and the guy you were throwing it to is headed the other way. Robbins holds above his head and feeds it to the right wing. Now a winged wing pass as Leighton Johnson takes over. Back to Robbins, head of the arc. 7.15 on the big board, kick out. That's Leighton Johnson on the left wing again. Little head fake, dribble drive, send it back out, but Xander Stevens is there to steal. Stevens, one on four the other way. Stevens, Euro step, but he can't hit the layup, and the rebound's knocked away and collected by Brayden Wilson. Wilson to Robbins, going to have to keep it in. Ooh, does, what a nice slap dribble to keep that one alive three from the wing on the right side that wouldn't fall for Landon Tau and it's again rebounded by Xander Stevens outlet for DeSanto his dribble is knocked away and stolen that's another Fredericktown turnover Fredericktown's got 10 turnovers 15 or 16 total in the game so far coast to coast Charles Robbins he's got 22 that ties Xander Stevens for the game lead well, it's getting down to a 13-point lead now for Fredericktown. Going to see a little four-court pressure, see if uh, maybe Fredericktown turns the ball over and give the ball back to this Clearwater Ball Club. Blake Terry Brakefield out of the backcourt on perimeter at the right wing. He'll back off and send it to the opposite wing for McMinn. Into the corner for Stevens to DeSanto, and he's fouled by Aiden Westmoreland. That'll be his second, the team's second. I felt like last year with Fredericktown, they had the scorer in Andrew Starkey. Of course, they had Xander Stevens back then, some others as well that played very well. But at the same time, it felt like they didn't have a guy to bring the ball up the floor and get it to them or give them some sort of an offensive uh, option out there as well. Interior feed to Santo, couldn't hit on his, re- uh, on his first shot. Got it back and missed the rebound again, but gets another rebound, can't hit that time. Xander Stevens with the putback, and it wouldn't go. So Stevens will go to the line for two as he's fouled. Well, that's four chances for Fredericktown that Clearwater can't be given up. Yeah, and I think this year they've got somebody to bring the ball up the ball up the court, and that's Blake Terry Brickfield. He seems to have no trouble whatsoever. Combine him with Braden McMahon, and they get the ball over the uh, timeline quickly. Stevens misses on the first. That foul is the 
second on Lance Dilport and third on Clearwater in this game. Second free throw, Stevens missed them both. The rebound knocked away, and Stevens gets it back. That's at least five straight offensive rebounds, and Stevens will make that one count. 24 for Xander Stevens. He's got 10 offensive or 10 rebounds in the game. So a double-double, and at the other end, Charles Robbins will lay it in. He's at 24. Quick outlet on the inbound for McMinn, who get across the timeline in front of the scorer's chair, and a foul coming against Clearwater. And if that's Stillport, that's his third. And I do believe that is going to be Dilport. It will be his third foul. And kind of a, a foul that I don't think he needed to make because Fredericktown was a little hectic getting the ball up the court. They were having a little trouble getting it across the timeline. And now a uh, quick foul again by Brendan Lashley. And that will put Fredericktown in the bonus. Now those are two fouls that definitely did not need to be taken with 5.42 left to go. That will put Blake Terry Brakefield at the line to shoot two. And I think he just lost his balance. He come running into. Uh, Tried to pick the ball off on the inbounds pass. Lost his balance and fell into Blake Terry Brickfield. 52-39. The lead is in the hands of Fredericktown. The first free throw for Blake Terry Brickfield wouldn't fall. Well, so far in this game, Fredericktown has had no trouble with free throws, but they're starting to have it down here in the stretch. That's something they're going to need. Second one good. Blake Terry Brickfield's got five. Make it 53-39. At the other end, Robbins is tripped up by Blake Terry Brakefield. That'll be his second and the team's first of the fourth quarter. Charles Robbins is probably a lot like what we used to talk about with Yadier Molina. He's got to be beat up about halfway through the season because he falls a lot. He is getting a lot of hard fouls, but he is the catalyst of this offense. Inbound to Dilport. His shot wouldn't go, but a foul coming against Fredericktown. I believe it's catchings just by the body language. Oh, no, they put it on. Tim DeSanto, his first, and the team's second. But two free throws at the line in front of us for Lance Dilport. First one, good. Again, free throws are very, very important for both teams for uh, Clearwater to get a little closer for Fredericktown to maintain that lead. Second free throw, around and out. Stevens lost the rebound, but it's touched last by Braden Wilson. Now, Stevens jumped a little bit too early on that one, I think, and it just got over his head a little bit and knocked out of bounds by Clearwater. Braden McMinn just stepped out of bounds right in front of the official we play on. That was in front of the Clearwater bench. They don't contest it, but his foot was at least halfway out of bounds. And there's a walk, so ball don't lie. Hey, he turns around to Andrew Ketchings, who made that uh, turnover, and says, I was pivoting on one foot. But what got him was the fact that his left foot, which was his pivot foot, came up off the ground first, and then he put it down, and then he switched pivot foots, basically. 53-40 the score. Kick out. Tigers trail. The Black Cats pass knocked away, and it'll go out of bounds. Oh, it wasn't even knocked away. Just a clean throw out of bounds to nobody. Fredericktown will get it back on the Clearwater turnover. Yeah, I think the way that Charles Robbins reacted made me think as well that it was <laughs> tipped out of bounds by Fredericktown. Well, the pass must have missed him by a mile to have him just stand there. And a blocking foul coming against Clearwater. That'll put Braden McMinn at the line to shoot two. Well, it's a 13-point lead right now, and you've got uh, Fredericktown in the bonus getting ready to shoot a couple of free throws here. They've got to make these free throws because a three here would get them back within close to uh, closing within single digits. First free throw, no. McMinn missed it. They were seven of eight in that first half. And they are not shooting nearly as well from the free throw line here in the second half. 
Second one up. Splitting that trip is McMinn. He's got eight. And it's a 14-point differential with 5.04 to go. 54-40, Fredericktown. Bounce pass into the corner, driving to the cup. Tau, his pass was intercepted, though, by Blake Terry Brakefield. He'll come out of the backcourt, try and go coast to coast. Oh, what a pass over his head down low, and Catchings will lay it in. Charles Robbins out of the backcourt. His floater, no, but he got his own rebound. Put back, ooh, a couple of pump fakes to draw the defenders to leap. And Robbins just put it in after they dropped back down. 56-42, and at the other end, there's Catchings again. He's got 10. And I think Leander Catchings is going to be a very important cog in this Fredericktown lineup this year. He's played well here tonight. Clearwater's got it. That's Robbins. He'll get it back. Robbins between the circles with 4.20 to go in quarter number four. Interior feed knocked away, and it's stolen by McMinn, but he lost it again to Robbins. Robbins now threw the cup, whistle, and a travel, and he'll turn it over. What's that song? Anything you can do, I can do better? <laughs> it's like turnover, turnover, turnover. Thank you. We'll take it. No, you take it. No, yeah, you're right. I'll take it. No, we want it back. Xander Stevens inbounds to Braden McMinn. He'll cross the timeline on the right side in front of the scorer's chair. Got it for Milan Miguel. Now gets it back. McMinn slips and falls but keeps his footing to Terry Brakefield. Xander Stevens wants it. Oh, he thought about stepping into one. Instead goes up top. That's Catchings. He'll dribble drive to the cup. Can't hit. Ooh, swatted from behind. Lashley knocked it away, and he gets the rebound. Lashley got it now out of the backcourt. 3.47 to go. 58-42. Three from the right wing. That's Robbins. That's short. Stevens has the rebound. Blake Terry Brakefield now will slow things down out of the backcourt, and Fredericktown will set the offense up. Brakefield's got it. Terry Brakefield again's got it, rather. Now for Stevens. Into your feed to... Milan Miguel posting up. Fadeaway shot from the low post. Milan Miguel, he's got two. His first two in the game. And it's 60-42, to 42, the lead favoring the Cats. Teardrop floater from the baseline on the right side. Tau couldn't hit. It's rebounded by Catchings, and they'll get it to Stevens. Now for McMinn. Sorry, Glenn. I think everybody's got ice cold here tonight for uh, Clearwater. They're just not getting any scoring outside of Charles Robbins here this evening. Catchings, crossover dribble, picked it up. Now he's got to do something with it. He'll bounce it to Xander Stevens on the arc. Righty floater, a wild shot from the baseline, doesn't fall, and it's rebounded by the Tigers and Landon Tau. The other way, ooh, man, surprised they didn't go block or a charge. Robbins will lay it in. He's got 28. He kind of just went Eurostep and collides with McMinn. You could have gone either foul there. As at the other end, it's laid in by... Miguel. Miguel, yeah. yeah, that's four for him. At the other side, this time a blocking foul is called. And that will put Charles Robbins at the line for the and one. He's got 30 in the game. 30 points out of the 46, and that'll tell you what kind of a night it's been offensively for this Clearwater team. Very close to being a charge, but that time uh, Robbins took it to the basket, got the bucket, and he'll go to the free throw line. Very important free throws here. He could pull them back within 13. 62-46. The uh, and one falls. Make that 50. My math that time wasn't good. 31 for Robbins. I can only do multiplication. Me too. Here's an interior feed for Catchings at the other end, and he'll lay it in. 64-47. 2 10 to go in regulation. Arcadia Valley Lady Tigers play next against the South Iron Lady Panthers. Clearwater with it. Swing up top for Robbins at the left wing. 
He'll hold above his head. Now take it to the foul line with the dribble. Through contact, we go whistle, and I believe we're going to go held ball. And we do, and the arrow favors the Black Cats. Well, one of the things I've noticed about Clearwater tonight, when Charles Robbins takes that ball to the basket, a lot of times the rest of the team gets guilty of just standing around and watching. They need to be more active and more uh, aggressive on the boards after that. Absolutely. Break, Terry Brakefield just lost it, but it's out of bounds last on uh, Lesterville. I checked that. Clearwater. They were, I, they were black and orange. Yeah, I, was, I almost said that a couple of times tonight myself. Stevens inbounds up top. It's received by Feltz. Taking it inside perimeter and just inside the foul line. Can't hit. Offensive rebound. Into the corner on the left side. Stevens thought about a three. A minute 41 to go. He'll get it back up top for Caleb Feltz. Feltz through traffic. Picked up his dribble. Pivots and sends it back out for catchings. 90 seconds left in regulation and our final quarterfinal. Into your feed to a streaking. Stevens got it somehow through contact. Laid it in. Xander Stevens got 26. 66-47. At the other end though, Robbins slapped from behind. Oh, he walked. Man. One too many hops and it'll be another turnover by the Tigers. And Charles Robbins looking around saying, what have I got to do? I mean, I did everything I could. I didn't feel like I walked. And he even asked, uh, asked the official if he saw the guy grab his jersey a bit, but uh, that didn't happen, and now Robbins is going to have a seat. As is Stevens. With a minute 18 to go, the two leading scorers in the game, done for the night, likely. That's a good thing. You, you, you pretty much think this game is over. It's a 19-point lead, minute 16 left. You don't want to get your two best players hurt on a uh, you know garbage time. Pass is knocked away and stolen by Clearwater. Braden Wilson get it out on perimeter to Lance Dillport driving through. That'll oh man, I'm surprised we don't have a charge call there. Three from the left wing. Lashley hits. Well, Lance Dillport just went through the lane as if you were a bowling ball headed to the pocket. That would have been a strike. Players fell. Wilson to the left wing. Lucian Harris in. Check that. That's Milan Oscar, wrong score sheet. It's loose, and Blake Terry Brakefield's got it. Now we'll turn it over. Leighton Johnson the other way. His high layup, no, but the rebound deflected by Frederick Cannon out of bounds. Check that. Oh, it was touched last by Clearwater. It was caught out of bounds by a Frederick Town Black Cat. That's what I was thinking. And, and I know <laughs> I know that there was a little bit of contact down below, and maybe it could have been either way, but I thought he caught that ball standing out of bounds. 66 to 50 with 25 seconds left in regulation. Fredericktown going to move on and play South Iron tomorrow at 6:30 on KFMO. Our first of two broadcasts tomorrow here from Arcadia Valley. Terry Brakefield will take it in, kick it back out. Game clock down to 12. Fredericktown can hold for final shot. Oscar's got it. Now back to Terry Brakefield. He'll back off a little bit into the center circle, but he's still being guarded by Brennan Lashley. Game clock down to two, and that'll do it. 66-50, the final score, a 16-point win for Fredericktown, and they advance as Clearwater falls, and they will take on Lesterville in the fifth-place semifinal tomorrow at 5 o'clock. 66-50, the final in-between game show coming up after this on KFMO. Farmington Building Supply on Karst Boulevard in Farmington is there to help with everything you need for your next project. Rick and his team are knowledgeable and experienced and are there to help, whether you're a professional contractor or the do-it-yourselfer. 
Farmington Building Supply, locally owned since 1958, offers you their number one priority, service. Find all the supplies you're looking for along with information and experience you need to finish your project from start to finish at Farmington Building Supply on Cars Boulevard in Farmington. Do you struggle with removing pet hair from clothes? Now, Maytag offers a complete laundry solution engineered for homes with pets. The Pet Pro option lifts and captures pet hair from clothes in both the washer and the dryer. Shop Maytag Top Load Laundry today at Fisher Furniture in Ironton and conquer pet hair like a pro. Fisher Furniture, Highway 21 in Ironton. As a rural hospital, we believe that caring for you and your family is far more than offering quality health care and state-of-the-art services. Our commitment to your health is built upon the foundation of neighbors helping neighbors and instilling confidence so you can trust that compassionate care provided by people who are dedicated to you in this community is always near. Now that's something we can all believe in. Madison Medical Center in Fredericktown, serving our community for over 60 years. Find your dream home today at Gifford Homes in Farmington. As the leading manufacturer home dealer in Southeast Missouri, Gifford Homes has three different brands to choose from, including Sunshine Homes, Champion, and Prime. Gifford Homes specializes in helping families like you find the home of their dreams. Visit Gifford Homes today, located at the junction of Highways H and 67, about three miles south of the city limits of Farmington, or call 573-760-0011. Gifford Homes in Farmington, your home buying specialists. Back here at Arcadia Valley, final score, Fredericktown wins at 66-50. We're going to be joined now by Joby Sykes, head coach of the Fredericktown Black Hats. And first of all, congratulations on the win. I thought your team played very well tonight, got hot early, and just did not look back. Yeah, yeah. Fortunately for us, we shot it extremely well, you know, there in the first half, and that kind of set the tone for us. And uh, kind of the message that I had for the guys, though, is that, you know, you can't live and die by the three because that's going to come and go. Uh, you know, and they, and they responded. We tried to get uh, a little bit more paint touches in the second half a little bit and made some uh, some changes there defensively, trying to do a better job on stopping probably their best player, number one, and, and not allowing him to get to the rim as much. And, uh, man, we executed the game plan very, very well, and I'm extremely uh, happy and proud of our guys. I know a lot of folks probably looking at your team this year going, okay, what are you going to do now without Andrew Starkey? Man, that was a guy who was a lot of your offense last year. But I felt like you spread the ball around really well tonight. McMahon uh, had some good time. Uh, Terry Brakefield had some good times and, and some uh, you know good moments out there. And, of course, Andrew Stevens picking up the slack as well. So it was an all-around effort, wasn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And that's the way we're going to have to win. And that's what's so different about, you know, this year's team from last year is that we last year we had a couple guys you know we relied on Andrew obviously heavily and uh, and then Riley Ferrer did a lot for us in the paint too uh, and this year it needs to look a lot more balanced for us to have success and and uh, and then hopefully one guy maybe periodically throughout the throughout the year has one big game and then that'll keep us competitive you know and they, they did a good job and tonight was Andrew Stevens starting off very very hot and uh, picking up most of the points here this evening early on anyway uh, I also felt like that your ball club did a very good job of rebounding they got some guys out there that can boards pretty well and it was wasn't one or two guys it was a, a number of guys that did well on the uh, rebounding side both offensively and defensively you're, you're exactly right yeah and it's tough to rebound out of his own sometimes and I thought we might struggle with that uh, but yeah they did an excellent job and 
uh, I tell you, a year makes a huge difference uh, physically for these kids out here because I noticed that, you know, some of the struggles that we may have had last year where we had hands-on balls that we weren't coming down with, 